Welcome to the Brentwood Academy podcast. We are a co-educational, independent college preparatory school near Nashville, Tennessee. Our mission is to nurture and challenge each whole person, body, mind, and spirit to the glory of God. This podcast will give you a glimpse into the stories, lives, and relationships that make BA such a special place. For more information about BA, visit BrentwoodAcademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Well, hello and welcome back to the Brentwood Academy podcast. Um, We are in the second of two sessions talking about Pentecost, uh, the celebration of the giving of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I've got with me uh, Dr. Renee Rochester, Doc Rock, as we call her here at Brentwood Academy. And uh, just to give you a quick summary from the last one, just a recap from the last episode, we talked about... uh, what is Pentecost? And, and the originally, this, this celebration of the harvest and, and it also became associated with the giving of the law, which was a really cool uh, timing and a really cool transition with the Holy Spirit coming in to represent a new law being written on, on the hearts of believers and, and, uh, and, and, and representing this harvest of people uh, coming into the kingdom of God. Uh, we talked a little bit about the disparity between uh, the church that we see in Acts and the, and and our church today. So, in in reference to the Holy Spirit, we don't see many of us have not experienced things like we see in Acts, and we wonder, does He still move in this way? Does the Holy Spirit still move in this way? And and Doc, you've mentioned um, this is where I want to pick up. You mentioned the role of the Holy Spirit is as a governor, and and I wanted you just to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, because we were we were just talking before this about the uh, kind of how I see it, the role of the Holy Spirit as a governor within community, within the church, but also you were talking about within individuals doing mm-hmm. work, you know, a governor within us. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just wanted you maybe to kind of recap what you mean by the Holy Spirit as governor. Well, when I talk about the Holy Spirit being the governor, if we represent another kingdom as believers, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, we represent oh thank you we're representing his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven and the holy spirit in order for him to operate on earth he has to have an earthen vessel to operate within the bible tells us that our bodies become the house or the temple of the holy spirit once we say yes to jesus now the spirit of god indwells us and he now should govern us as we do what God has given us to do and live life how he's called us to live it on earth as it is in heaven. So I think he governs our lives personally because the Bible talks about us coming to him in a baptism of fire. You know, there's a purification. God cleans us up from our old ways of doing things. He's our tutor. He's our teacher, it says, that we need no man to teach us, save the Spirit mm-hmm. himself teaches us all things. Not to say that I don't need somebody teaching me and instructing me in the Word, but we have an internal governor so that we can be self-governed by the Spirit of God who operates only as the Father and Son would have him to operate. That's why Jesus said, I don't do anything of my own authority, and neither does the Holy Spirit. He testifies of him, but he comes to govern our lives that we might live life on earth as it is in heaven. Mm. That's good. That's good. We uh, Going straight from that, uh, now if the Holy Spirit is speaking and if the Holy Spirit is our 
governor today. I think one of the questions I get a lot in my class and, uh, and, and just hear a lot within the church is, how do I hear the Holy Spirit? How do I know it's the Holy Spirit and not the burrito I had last night or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. some weird just weird crazy thoughts true, that I'm, that are that are coming out yeah, yeah I tell you it's not the pizza you had last night that wasn't the Holy Ghost that was another ghost but <laughs> I I really believe a, a good way to look at this is I I taught anatomy for six years here in your ear you said how can I hear God you know how do I know the Holy Spirit speaking to me and how do I know it's not me it's not the devil it's not what I had for lunch your ear has uh, three chambers. There's an outer ear, an middle ear, and then an inner ear. And if you think about how things were when they did celebrate the Feast of Pentecost back in the day, there were times where they went into the tabernacle. There was an outer court, there was an inner court, and then there was the Holy of Holies. Your inner ear is the part of the ear that connects to your brain. When we think and we process, because we see life through our eyes, our ears, through our senses, we process in our inner ear what's going on. And the way that God said, he said to his, Jesus said to his disciples that I'm not going to be here many days from now, but I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to be with you and in you forever. He's the spirit of truth. Now watch this part, who will lead you and guide you into all truth. And Jesus continued to say, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the ecclesia or to the church. So to those of us, we need to be hearing. When you become a child of God, you have to realize once your life is submitted and surrendered to to the Lord, you have to learn to listen to the one who you are now submitting your life to. And it's not going to be like, Renee, hey, 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 I have something to say to you, you, you. <laughs> you know, he brings a thought. If the Bible says in John fourteen twenty six that the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send, will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance, mm-hmm. everything I've said to you, remembrane. Mm-hmm. When we're reminded of something, there's a part of the brain called the hippocampus. The memory comes back to the mind. You hear him and you filter whether it's him or not based on the truth. If he is called the spirit of truth, there's no voice that will speak. There's no thought that will come that's him that doesn't fall in line in some way, somehow, with the truths of God's word. Yeah. It's got to parallel with his word. It could be something you heard a preacher say, Mama Pookie Junie, but it has to fall in line with the word of God. He's called the spirit of truth. And it says, set apart thy servants in truth, for thy word is truth. So if I'm listening to you and you say, how do I know he's speaking to me? I tell this, I wrote this in one of the books I've written. Uh, I, it might be in Models, Mentors, Messages, but I talk about having what's called twofold listening. Mm-hmm. If the scripture tells us the whole earth will be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea, and our job is to reach people around us that they might see Jesus, that they might get to know him. If I come in contact with you, Matt, and I sit down, the Bible says the eye is a limp to the soul. The word soul is the word suke, how a man thinks, feels, and chooses to do something. And out of the abundance of your heart does your mouth speak. 
I won't know what's going on in your heart and mind unless mm-hmm. you speak out of your mouth. So I have to have twofold listening. I've got to listen to what's coming out of your heart by what comes out of your mouth. But then I have an ear cocked toward heaven to hear the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit remind me, remembering, yeah. bring to my brain, my thoughts, my mind, something of his truth. Mm-hmm. As I'm looking in your eye or as I'm hearing what's coming out of your mouth, he'll bring a scripture to my mind or a thought mm-hmm. to my mind that falls in line with the truth. And some of it, you got to just step by faith. You got to walk out. So, you know what? I don't know if this is going to mean anything to you, but this yeah. verse keeps going through my mind. And I share that with you. And I've seen God cause trickling tears roll down somebody's yeah. face because it was a pointed word. But it wasn't a pointed word lest I heard. Right. So I don't know if that helps answer the question, but. I think it does. I think that I think what you say is it's a hard word for us to hear because for a lot of us, we feel like, man, I, I don't know the Bible well enough or I don't, you know. So you're telling me I got to go know this whole word so I can so I can have. I actually know. I'm not saying you have to know the word. If you are a child of God and you are born again of the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit dwells you. He's called the Spirit of Truth. What you don't know is in you, but you don't know that it's in you. <laughs> and he reminds you of what you don't even know. Yeah. And that, see, if it were up to us to drum it up and to cough it up, can I give you an illustration? Yes, please do. Several years ago, I, I, I used to travel and speak to athletic teams and a lot of sport and ministry stuff. And I was at Rupp Arena. I'll never forget this in Louisiana. And um, I was traveling with a little, uh, back in the day, it was dual projectors with slides. <laughs> and had the little cassettes. Mm-hmm. What that is? I don't know. No. <laughs> and I had the little projector and I would share testimonies of athletes. And then I would share a message. And mm-hmm. I was in Rupp Arena. I got there early, and they had a closed practice. I mean, Coach Barmore didn't have just anybody in the mm-hmm. arena. So I'm sitting up in the arena waiting to go downstairs with my two projectors and everything. And actually, I'd had it set up. I just had the casings there. And I was waiting for practice to get over. And there was a gentleman that walked up to me, and his arm was kind of bent. And he said, say, lady. I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. Lady, and I'm like, he goes, "What's your name?" He goes, "I said, oh my goodness." I said, "Look, I said, first of all, don't pss me." I said, "My name is Renee, and I'm here to talk to these young ladies about Jesus. What's your name?" And he told me his name was John. He spoke a little bit with a lisp. I'll never mm-hmm. forget it. So, and I said, "Well, John," I said, "That's why I'm here." And he goes, "So, what are you going to talk about?" I said, "Oh boy, here we go." So we start talking, and and then he he told me a little bit about his story. And he grew up in the church. He was a PK or a preacher's kid and got into some trouble and got into some trouble with drugs and and uh and he that's why his arm was crooked because they broke his arm and they slit his tongue. Mm. So he talked like with a lisp. And I I listened to his story, and my heart started pounding like crazy, Mm -hmm. and all I could hear in my mind was the story story of the prodigal son. As clear as I'm talking to you, I could hear it in my head. And I said, and I'll change his name, you know, I'm going to call him John, but I don't, I know his name, but I, you know, we change his name. (laughs) I said, well, John, I said, uh, I said, can I, can I tell you a story? You might have heard this. And I began to tell him the story of the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. And he gets teary eyed. And I just, I just tell him the story. And I said to him, I said, John, you think it's time for you to come back home? And now I'm no longer, say, lady. Now I'm, yes, ma'am. 
So I said, do you mind if we pray? We prayed right there. And he, you know, rededicated his life to the Lord right there on the spot. And I prayed with him, and I was my heart was pounding. I was so excited. And then when I said, I said, amen. And as soon as I said, amen, all I saw in my mind was that crooked arm. And I heard, I am the Lord God that healeth thee. And I said, no, 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 we're not going there. (laughs) No, 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 no. And I just just started to get up, and he didn't move. Mm -hmm. He's just, he's bright-eyed, a little teary, and this is so good. And I just, and I I couldn't get it out of my mind. I kept hearing, I am the Lord God that healeth thee. And I said, John, um, can I ask you another question? He goes, yes, ma'am. I said, do you, do you, and I could hardly get it out of my mouth, do, 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 I said, do you believe that God can heal you and heal your broken arm? He goes, the Lord can do anything he wants to do. I'm like, oh boy, now I'm in trouble because I'm thinking mm-hmm. I've got to pray this thing. Yeah. But you know what held me back? And I think this is what happens to a lot of us. I'm thinking in my mind, what if it doesn't work? Yeah, exactly. And I'm going, oh my gosh. Is this you, God, or am I making this up? Is it just because I saw his arm? And I'm shaking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, so you think the Lord can do anything? He goes, what the Lord wants to do. So I put my, uh, I held his hand, and I put my hand gently on his elbow. And I'm trying to think of every healing scripture I knew. I'm like, Lord, I thank you, (laughs) Father, that your word says, beloved, I pray that you prosper, being good, that your soul prospers. And I'm quoting all the scriptures I knew to quote. But I was drumming it up. Yeah. Are you understanding me? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit, his job reminded me of a scripture. Be still and know that I am God, mm-hmm. that I will be exalted yeah. in the earth. Yeah. And I shut up because I mm-hmm. knew it was like God was saying, shh, be quiet, be still. Mm-hmm. And so I just stopped. I just stopped praying. And I just sat there for a second. And then I heard another scripture. And it was not loud. It was mm-hmm. soft. And it was... And I didn't even know where it was in the Bible. That's right. what I'm telling you. Yeah. You don't need to know. Because the Holy Spirit shows up for the purposes of where he sends us. Yeah. And the verse was this. He heals all thy bones and none of them are broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I heard it. I thought, whew. So I touched his elbow again. I said, Father, I thank you that you heal all thy bones and none of them are broken. When I said broken, that bone popped in place. I went, oh! It worked. He's crying. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm shaking. Oh, my gosh. And I said, I said, John, I said, straighten your arm. That brother straightened his arm. He just started crying. Wow. I'm looking at my watch. I had to go. And there was nobody in the arena. And I really believe God allowed it to happen like that. Yeah. Because sometimes we think it's about us. And, oh, God just healed him. Come and see. And yeah. God said no one was there. Yeah. That's why I believe Jesus sometimes said, would heal somebody and say, go and tell no one. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, I had to get downstairs, and I get in there, and Debbie's looking at me, the team's looking at me, because I was a few minutes late. I'm like, oh, boy. And um, I do my I do the little presentation, and so later that night I'm back at Deb's apartment. She goes, because, Renee, where were you? She goes, we had been down there for almost five minutes. And to Coach Barmer, that's a long mm-hmm. time. I said, Deb, I said, you know that guy, uh, John, you know, that works in the arena? And she goes, yeah, the one with the crooked arm and talks funny? Because his arm ain't crooked no more. <laughs> you know, so I told her the story. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. But I never saw the man again. Yeah. I never was in Rupp Arena again, not in that aspect. Right. I'd been to games. But I believe God allowed it to happen the way it happened 
to show me, number one, that he's in control, not me, and that he'll allow the Holy Spirit to do his job if I get out of the way. And it was not for the sake of me walking in a gift. It was for the sake of the need of the man who happened to be there that day. Yeah. Because it's not about us. It's all about him. And may they see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven. So that was an illustration. That was actually the first time that I actually saw what we call a healing. I don't believe that. I believe that was an instantaneous miracle. Because one of the words for healing is the word therapeuo, which means sometimes it's a process. Mm -hmm. But that one was a instant thing. And it just, I'll never forget it. But, you know, I don't see that every day. But it happened that day. And it made me show enough a believer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. That that actually is is kind of a, a segue into where I wanted to go with this. I know I know we could keep talking about how do you hear the Holy Spirit, and and I think I I love what you said about you you've got to kind of kind of test it in a way. You mm-hmm. you find out how God speaks to you, uh, and and find out what is His voice. That happened to me today. Yeah. I, I had a verse come to me. I knew it was in the Bible somewhere, and it was for for my wife just to encourage her today and I oh, I, I can't remember where this is and mm-hmm. I texted it to her. fortunately I just went and looked it up on the internet yeah, man, you know now I can do that you that's know what we do. <laughs> so um but uh but it was a real encouragement to her mm-hmm. and I it was it could have just been, I could have just said oh that's weird that verse popped in my head but I stopped and mm-hmm. I I've been you know I I'm trying to be really conscious of that you moved listening. on it if yeah. if the bible tells us that we live this life by faith mm-hmm. You know, the just shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. It's through faith, it says, that the gifts operate. Mm-hmm. They, it's through. We, sometimes you have to step out, and sometimes we do miss it. Sometimes we do. Why? Because we're yeah. fallen, finite, and fallible. Yeah. But you, you got saved by faith. The operations of the Spirit work by faith. You know, we come and we trust. Lord, I'm just going to trust that you'll do what mm-hmm. you'll do with this, you know, yeah. and if it's not, that's okay. He's yeah. big enough; he can yeah. handle it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I could, I could sit here and, and and tell stories all day. I think from my experience, I've heard, I've I've been able to to see several things, even in my limited experience. But um, I've seen the Holy Spirit do things. But I did want to share a couple of stories just just to give our audience a, just just a little bit of a glimpse of what we're talking about. Because I think some some of us, depending on where we're coming from, may may say, I've I've never heard God I've never seen God do anything I just I believe and I believe that Jesus died for my sins and he rose again but mm-hmm. but I haven't seen anything in this life to make me know he's there and mm-hmm. and so uh you know just to just from my relationship with you and my and my family's relationship with you the first time I ever met uh doc I'll talk to you guys out there listening um she walked in my room while I was decorating for the first time she didn't know me from anybody she just walked in because she she'd heard there was a new guy on the hallway and she she walked in and she she said hey can i can i pray with you she introduced herself said can i pray with you i said yeah that's great and we start praying and she uh she stops she looks at me and she says do you ever think about writing and and now she could have said anything do you cook do you like camping do you whatever you know um but she said, do you like writing? And it just so happened that I have you know, a little insight into me. I, I think about writing every day. Uh, I think about it every day. Uh, I, you know, I was a student here at Brentwood Academy. People told me I was a good writer. I went to college and did some of that stuff and, and, and did well at it. And, and I think about it every day. 
but I wasn't doing it. And, um, and so she, <laughs> she brought that out and I was like, oh man, what, you know, I said, well, doc, I, I think about writing every single day of my life. And so, so why are you talking to me about it? You know? And, uh, and so I, but what it was, was it was this encouragement. Okay. Someone who has no clue who I am just asked me a very pointed question about something that I think about all the time. And, and actually it's been seven years and I've been, you know, this is my seventh year here and I'm finishing out. And I, uh, that was such an encouragement to me and say, okay, God wants me to do something with this that, that I have been, I mean, opportunities have been showing mm. up and, and oddly enough, you quoted Psalm 45 to me, 45, one, which That's is, you know, the verse that came to my mind, my heart overflows with the good theme. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Cause even as I look at you, it comes to my mind again. Right, and that, and that's seven years Is ago. That yeah, the verse? <laughs> that that was yeah. Okay. Psalm forty five. Hallelujah. And and even just what's the kind of the the whole meta experience of this is I'm sitting here talking now. It says my tongue is the pen of a skillful writer, yes, and, and what yes. I've been able to do in these four podcast sessions that I've I've done is I've gotten out and I've learned more, but I've been able to get out more stuff than I ever could writing, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I mean, I've written out the Absolutely. actual, I've written We're out in another day. Yeah. I've written out the actual, you know, trajectory of each mm-hmm. talk, but, mm-hmm. but I've been able to get more out with my voice than Amen. I could when I write because writing is flipping hard for me. It really is. Me. <laughs> <laughs> me too, my brother. But, um, <laughs> but I've also, I've also had other things pop up, other opportunities pop up for that. So I did want to mention that just one way that you spoke into, into my life, just immediately Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you know with uh with uh, my wife and i we were going after we'd had our first kid and we were we were in kind of a a tough place we were in a tough tough spot for for several reasons and and you called uh or you were asking about us and seeing how we were doing and and finally you know you you just you just saw us kind of kind of down every day and you said your exact words were you come on over to my house. We're going to break something off. <laughs> and I said, oh. Okay, I'll, I'll be there. And uh, and and you and you came over and just and and we prayed. And I could uh, I could mark my calendar Hallelujah. by the day that things changed in our lives. I mean, in you know, I mean, it, I could mark it. And Bree would say the same things so that mm-hmm. that is when something changed. And it has been it has been. Uh, not smooth sailing, but it has been God ordained. We have seen God doing amazing things in our life. Mm. Yep. I take that, that that's just a blessing to just see how good God is, how mm-hmm. good God is. You know, Acts ten thirty eight. it says, you shall see how the Lord your God, now watch the terminology here, anointed, and then it says Jesus of Nazareth. So it uses his earthly name, where he came from, his neighborhood, with the Holy Spirit and with power. So it's saying to us that Jesus, God come in the earth suit of Jesus, had to be anointed with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then it goes on to say, and he went about healing all who were oppressed by the devil, meaning that the the enemy oppresses us. He He's the one that can make us feel like we, we are not going to make it through. He's a great deceiver. I tell my students, he can't rule you. He can only fool you because mm-hmm. he's a fallen cherub. He has no more power, no more authority, but he can convince you that he does. Mm-hmm. But he 
convinces us in our mind. That's why I think it's such a powerful thing to learn to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, because when your mind is renewed and submitted to God, I just want to submit to what you want from me. Be still my soul. God, I want to hear you. And you have to spend some time in the Word. You don't have to memorize it. Just read it. The, The Bible says that the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send will bring to your remembrance everything he's taught you. It didn't say will bring to your remembrance everything you memorized. Yeah. Shucky ducky, watch that. <laughs> but but I think that's the powerful part of it is that, see, if it's about us being able to have a good memory, the glory yeah. would go to us. Right. It's about you just making yourself postured to be a child of God, wanting to learn from God, a student of the king. Father, teach me. David said, teach me your ways. You know, I want him to do what he did. David said, sustain me with a willing spirit. There mm-hmm. are times I don't even want to come to work. I ain't gonna lie. There mm-hmm. are days that are hard. Mm-hmm. There are days. It's hard days, bad days, sad days, tough days. Don't get along with my friend day. Mm-hmm. You know, misunderstood day. I think the spirit of misunderstanding just hovers over me sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm misunderstood all the time. And my middle name is Rebuke. No. But I think there are days that are just troublesome, but I have to know And that's when I allow the Holy Spirit, whom the Father sent, to be the comforter. That's who he said he would be. Mm -hmm. So for you to testify of, like you said, marking your calendar, I can remember marked times in my life where God has used different people Mm -hmm. at different times and different ways to minister to me so that I could walk in freedom and poise and in peace. But it's manifest however God wants it to manifest so that it'll make a difference in my life. So that's the power of, of, of who he yeah. is, and that's so awesome. And he'll use anybody. We just have to be available. Yeah. Yeah. And and like I said, we could we could keep keep telling those telling those stories. But I do love what you said when we were before we came on. Um the, the important the important piece of this is 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 we can get caught up in the gifts of the spirit right. we can get caught up in the manifestations of yes, the spirit yes but that tell yeah, us that, the verse that you were talking about the that, signs will accompany yeah in mark chapter 16 it says these signs shall accompany those who believe when you become a child of god or we become the bride of christ when a bride meets goes down the aisle to meet her bridegroom you know i've been to a few weddings you know she's all dressed and she walks the aisle her train naturally follows behind her mm-hmm. she's not checking on the train trying to figure it out she's focused on the bridegroom everything else follows her so these signs shall accompany those who believe and the the neat thing about it is that we don't have to work it up or drum it up mm-hmm. is that god will do what god will do you know, in and through his people, because that's how he operates in the earth. We just have to give him some room. But he shows himself in many ways. And the Bible tells us that in Corinthians, you know, that there's one spirit, but many manifestations. He'll show up however he needs to show up for the sake of the people. Yeah. Doc, that's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We have to wrap it up here. We're we're out of time. But I did want to one thing I realized we didn't talk about was how to celebrate Pentecost, some ideas about celebrating Pentecost. And um, and I, I looked some up because I've never actually mm-hmm. celebrated. And I talked to you and you said, I mean, no specific real ways. But, uh, you know, I found found some really some, some things that might not work so well. They said, <laughs> there were some there were some ideas of blind blindfolding people in the house and 
setting up an obstacle course so they walk through and uh you know so they're like pretending to hear the hear the holy spirit they got to listen to your voice and and maybe you want to do that maybe that's fun (laughs) it sounds really dangerous but um but uh one of the the ideas that was on that same same thing that i really liked was uh bring some different people together uh you know eat together with people who are different than you uh you know believers that uh that represent just different parts of the body and uh and i i really like that idea of you know we talked about the holy spirit as um talked about the holy spirit as um within the church the breath within the church mm-hmm, the the, mm-hmm. the ecclesia the church being the ecclesia and the called out ones mm-hmm. being called out from the world and and then and then being breathed back out into the world mm-hmm. to 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 bring others in but we didn't talk about the holy spirit pentecost being the reversal of babel mm-hmm. uh you know mm-hmm. at, at the tower of babel you have the same people being scattered yes. and their language mm-hmm. being changed and, and made different. At Pentecost, we have all the different peoples of the world mm-hmm. being brought back together with the same, they hear the same, they hear the message with the same spirit. So yes. you've got different people brought to, back together into the same spirit. And so uh, I think that would be a great idea. If you if you want to celebrate Pentecost this, this year, uh, do some readings in the Bible from, from you know, Ephesians 4. Four and and Ephesians five and what it looks like to walk in the spirit of First Corinthians twelve Romans twelve some different things like that, but eat together as the body of Christ with people who are uh, who are different than you and so and represent different parts of that body. I would say and also read the book of Acts because yes. it's not the Acts yeah. of the apostles apostles it's the Acts right. of the Holy Spirit yes. living His life through people yes. and like you said the beauty and the of the diversity and God's dispersing them at Babel because the gospel was ex- is to be expanded throughout the earth. Mm-hmm. They were building a tower into heaven, yeah. but it's to touch the whole earth. And so on Pentecost, all the different languages, all the people from different cultures, each one of them heard somebody else glorifying God in the tongue of their culture. So the miracle wasn't in the tongue. The miracle was in the hearing. They heard them glorifying God. So he can do what he can do. I I get excited about it. That's awesome. Thank you. And uh, if you're out there listening and you have uh, any questions, comments, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, The the email address is podcast at brentwoodacademy.com. Thanks for listening and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks for listening. It's always great to hear the wonderful stories, moments, and insights from members of the BA community. If you have an idea for a podcast episode, we want to hear it. Just visit BrentwoodAcademy.com forward slash podcast to submit your episode idea today.